I try to not cover controversial topics um, because there's enough divisions in the world. I don't want to add to it anymore. But this is business-related, I mean, remote work specifically. It's unavoidable, I think. And I, th I think it's a very important topic, uh, especially this day and age. I saw a note, and what prompted me to do this episode is I saw a note on LinkedIn. Somebody posted they were upset because the recruiter didn't mention that it was in-office work um, until later stage of the interview process. Um, I, I mean, and then the recruiters were, you know, they were lying to them or, or hiding from them. Maybe it's true, I don't know. The, the, but the fact that this is still, remote work is still a debate, you know, prompted me to do this episode. And, and I think it'll be good to discuss it and see what my thoughts are. Um, and this is coming from a guy that, that you know, I'm very people-oriented. I love face-to-face. -face. I mean, like, that's a, a huge interculture. So from a coming from a people-oriented leader, uh, um, believes in psychology, uh, yeah, believes that, you know, there's a huge... Um, the, a large part of the communication is the body language and so on and so forth. So I get it, right? It's super, super important. Having said that, you know, I think from, um, I thought I'd share my perspective of where I'm coming from. I've been doing this uh, for a long time. What I have learned throughout the years and what conclusions I've came up with. So, um, by the way, the assumption here is, you're, you know, obviously you're not a hardware company or some other um, requirements that 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 you know physical presence is absolutely necessary. So keep that in mind, um, and and I'm focused you know heavily on the software technology side. Either way, I hope it helps. Let's get started. First, stop worrying about what Google is doing, Apple is doing, Meta's, and so on and so forth. You're not Apple. You're not Google. You're not any of those things. They're they're in a very different situation. There's a massive company. I mean, even if it's, you're if you're as a half as big. But the point is, we need to stop following the herd, right? That's a herd mentality. And because there's a new research, and the Google said this, and um, and um, there is it's an open office now, and it's a closed office. Oh, it's you know just back and forth. The the question is not whether you should do you should support remote work or not. It's the question is does it make sense for me and for my business? I mean, that's the real ultimate. Ultimately, that's the real uh, question that you have to be asking yourself. Let me explain why to remote work or not is the wrong question, right? Um, okay, what's the right question? Um, and here's what you need to ask yourself. So let's assume for a second you believe in in office and in face to face, and 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 so you're going to require five days a week uh, or three days a week, whatever the case is, uh, whatever the what you want. Is. But you're heavily towards the in office. So the questions you have to ask yourself is. Are you okay with limiting yourself to a smaller talent pool, roughly 1,000x, I would say, right, um, beyond just your zip code, right? That's number one. Are you okay with that? Maybe you are. Maybe you're not. I don't know. Number two, are you okay with giving up the opportunity of hiring great talent at one-fourth of the cost, up to one-fourth of the cost? Some places one-fifth, some some places one third. I mean, you get the point. But it's a pretty significant cost difference. Number three, are you okay with a sort of a, a bifurcated culture, right? There's the in-office folks that are, you know, tightly knit. And then there's the uh, second-class citizens. I mean, I mean, the remote folks, right? Because end of the day, even if you're believing in office, you're going to have some people working remote is, is my assumption, right? Some people are going to be either moved away and they want you want to keep them or whatever the whatever the different situations are and let's all face it when you're heavily in office cultures the people that are working remotely will never be integrated 
right? Because it's it uh, you're built for in office culture. Don't try to pretend. Oh no no no, we you know we we do what we can for remote folks to be engaged and blah 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 blah. I mean, you're gonna do Zoom calls anyway then at that point, right? So uh, like you really have to ask yourself. Uh, uh, the honest questions, do you believe these remote folks are as integrated or as close to integrated as possible from a culture standpoint um, with the folks inside the office? Number four, average commute time is roughly, with the cities probably, I think I read, 40 minutes commute, commute times each way. 40 minutes commuting time each way. Um, are you okay? So in a, that translates into, are you okay with giving up two hours of productivity time, right? Maybe it's not productivity time. Maybe it's two hours of family time, right? Maybe they're not going to use it for the office. But either way, the fact that you're recapturing that two hours for the employee or the employer, whichever, however you want to look at it, are you okay giving it? And why I say, by the way, why I said two hours, not, you know, 40 minutes of wait. I mean, it's by the time parking the car, you're going up, you're, you know, whatever. There's tons of things getting ready. Um, you know, deciding, trying to find what clothes to wear so that you look decent. I mean, you still need to look decent in Zoom, but let's all face it. We care less, right? We care We care far less of how, how we look. Who knows what you're wearing underneath or if you're wearing anything at all. But anyway, let's uh, keep this PG. Add up all that. That's like very easily, in my opinion, one hour each way. I'm probably on average is two hours. And I know that seems a, a huge number. I'm inflating it. I'm not, right? I'm not at all inflating it. By the time you add up all those other minutes, other ancillary minutes, you know, parking to whatever it is, it it becomes almost two hours per day. That, that also translates to, are you okay with giving up better work-life balance for employees, right? So these are all the major, major questions that you have to ask yourself truly, do, do you, are you willing to give these things up? right? That's what you're, you have to ask yourself in the in office, ignore what everybody else is doing, right? They're in very different situations, very different cultures and so on. Uh, so you might be asking yourself, oh, yeah, Vijay, you're already sounding like you're very, very pro remote. Um, like you're not even discussing the disadvantages. Let's talk about the disadvantages. Disadvantages. Um, oh, I'm an, this is my favorite one, by the way, bugs the hell out of me. So, um, oh, I'm unable to oversee productivity. I'm going to say something controversial here. Dare I say, stop focusing on productivity. Yes, I said it. Stop focusing on productivity. Focus on results. That's the only thing you should be uh, worried about, right? Results. Yes, it will show from a productivity standpoint, you will have a very good feeling of productivity. But, you know, I remember when the COVID happened, um, the very first, uh, uh, you know, ton of articles about the, how productivity has increased. And then a year later, oh, it turns out the productivity has decreased. And a year later, oh, it's net, net zero. It's like, come, just, just, the, the, for every uh, opinions that we have in our heads already, or, or every conclusions we have in our heads already, we just look for articles to support that, right? So forget it. I have never worked, I mean, for that, I would say for the last decade in, in you know, almost 25 plus years of experience, I never worried, worried about people coming to the office or not, even before COVID, right? I've never, ever forced employees to come to the office. Don't care. I care about results. Everything else is secondary. How do you even measure productivity? That's a whole different uh, topic altogether. Um, and, and so number two, culture, communication, collaborations. Yeah, that is a disadvantage where, where you have to do 20% more lift in remote environment. 
right? To make sure that everybody is collaborating, the communication is there, everything, everybody's in sync. Communication is a huge important thing. By the way, if you have a problem, like a huge communication gap remote, you probably had the same similar problem, not as bad, I know. So it, remote work is certainly an amplifier. I get it, right? But you had the problem before anyway, because if you have the leaders really focus on this, it wouldn't have uh, it wouldn't have compounded even in, into a bigger problem in a remote environment. If you ask me, the ship has sailed, right? You're not going to attract great talent, right? If uh, if you're just going to be uh, focused on hiring in your zip code, that ship has sailed. Great talents are everywhere in the world. Don't sell yourself too short. Another uh, disadvantage or or, or the, the the argument against it is Zoom fatigue, right? We've heard this like every other headline um uh, oh zoom fatigue and people are are burning out and so on and so forth first of all you know we as leaders we're not their parents right we're not their parents we we want to be empathetic we want to help of course we want to have a fostering uh you know the culture of kindness you know i i get all that i mean that's what but but we're not let's not try to be a parent right we have to enable them to uh um enable them to discover this and manage it themselves, right? Yeah, you just focus on the results, you know, keep, keep an eye on the burnout. I totally get it, right? And then you got to adjust accordingly, but, but you know, and, and help them figure it out. But other than that, they, they've got to figure out how to manage their time uh, between the family and, and their, essentially their, their home office, if you will. Because it, this is just an adjustment period that humans are going through, including myself, by the way. Um, you know, I catch myself after two weeks, three weeks. I have, oh my God, I haven't got out of the, uh, got out of my, uh, uh, um, home for a while. So it, it adjusts. Now you, you get the hang of it. You understand where your, your own flaws are. Everybody's different. This is why, this is why I hate when companies come out with some random standardized rule for everybody because it, it, it hits everybody very differently for one some of the people are going to love it some of the people are going to hate it and you're going to have a turnover it's like not a win-win situation so you want to optimize for maximum flexibility and kind of empower the people to figure things out for themselves and and help them figure it out for themselves right this is where hiring the right leader is going to be super super important especially in a remote environment so and, and zoom fatigue oh my god like that's just so annoying to me um so in my opinion, right, is there a factor where face-to-face versus being, uh, be, me being on Zoom and having one-on-one, is there a difference? Of course there is a difference, a massive difference. So the, the fatigue, I think what comes from, in my opinion, I don't see a lot of people talking about this. If not, I don't think I've read a single article talk about this. It is not because how much time you're spending on, uh, on Zoom that makes you burn out or if it makes you fatigue. It's the latency, it's the audio and the video latency between uh, between the two back and forth is what requires us to have just utilize more brain power to be in sync. I hope that makes sense. So so naturally, when I'm talking to somebody in front of, it's real time, right? It's real, real, real time, right? It's back and forth, and and half half middle of the sentence I can say in a is small noise, and they'll stop talking, and then I can respond, right? I can just jump in. If I uh, back and forth, so there's the back and forth, stopping yourself from talking and so on. But the fact that in Zoom you're talking, to, you're talking to another person, and you want to interrupt. 
there was like a, I don't know, you know, you know, 500 milliseconds to a second delay by the time they hear it and you stop talking. So that delay gets all weird, right? It, it, so it, we're not used to that. that so that it, it takes an extra cognitive power for us to keep like trying to synchronize between that. So, so technology is not quite there yet. I think it's going to catch up. It is catching up already. Um, so I think this, all of the silly arguments, I mean, because it, it is slightly more painful, I get it, right? Um, it's going to go away once the technology and the tools have caught up. Um, you know, I, this is, my friends uh, make fun of me when I talk about this, like, you know, something like in a, um, like the VR heads, eventually the glasses are going to be this small, hopefully, right? Uh, hopefully very, you know, sooner than later. Um, and then you're going to put it on and there's going to be no difference right? Between you sitting in the office and you're at home, you know, it's, it's up to the, uh, employee employer. So you're going to have 3d audio, you're going to have, you know, hopefully very low latency, um, and somebody sitting right next to you, just like they would in the office. So there's, it's not going to be even a question about it. So we're going to get there, but yes, today it's not there. We're going to have to get used to it until then. We're going to have to make do with the, 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 the tools that we have today. Um, so, um, but, you know, I think it's worth the pain because the advantage you're, you're getting is, is orders of magnitude outweigh, in my opinion, right? outweigh this, um, um, outweigh the disadvantages. But if you don't focus on some of these you know, things I'm going to talk about here real quick, um, then it's going to be a disaster. What are the sort of the three things you really need to focus on to be successful in the remote environment. Uh, number one, you know, I call this leadership operating system. Everything's going to depend on your leaders across the board, right? This is from the leads to the, the, the executives, right? Every single, that, that, every single person that remotely has a leadership type uh, role has to be on the same page. So your, your leadership organization, uh, you, you, you have to make sure that, you know, you, A, you, you hire the right leaders, not just IQ, but the EQ as well. So, and, and they recognize um, the culture is important and they're, you know, constantly focused on it. Make them over-communicate, over-collaborate over uh, with, with, with the team across. Um, so I think it's super important that your leadership across the board are... Uh, very well aware of this gap of of losing touch with the with, with their team it's extremely important so if you get that right oh my god it's going to make a biggest difference so communication collaboration those are two things you absolutely need to focus on come up with the framework they're not really too rigid but still very flexible to to bring out the best in people um, but not um and it doesn't get just sort of um um, so that it, it so that it doesn't get forgotten and everything just decays over time and that's what you want to find number two in you know tools and technology like invest in them right you're going to save a ton of money in office space invest in some of the tools and the, don't even think twice try it out right try it out um and and the good news is a lot of people are going through this process so you're going to learn through the under, um, looking at the market and market's going to tell you which ones are working, which ones are not. Laptops cannot be slow, for example, right? Replace their, whatever they need to replace on at home, uh, their laptops or, uh, uh, you know, get the monitors, whatever it is, because it's well worth the investment. Um, so tools, and, 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 and by the way, the tools are going to get better. So, um, so you've got to keep an eye on it. Third, focus on results. 
leave everything else, right? Forget everything else. Focus on results because if you mess up on any one of these things, it's going to show up in the results, right? So results, results, results. And the reason I go back to that is we, we get so carried away with these all these little different topics. And next thing you know, and you're like you completely forgot what you're trying to do as a business, right? What are you trying to what What are you trying to solve in the market? What What is the product trying to do? So that's why I'm so adamant about like when we you know like you know oh productivity how how do we measure this? Like forget all that. Focus on results. Make your leaders focus on results empathetically, right? A coach you know coaching uh, employees. Um, so, you know, that's, what's going to end up, uh, uh, it's going to make the biggest difference. Now, this sounds all great and all of this sounds great, but who owns this, right? Because we all talk about these, you know, great ideas, but, and we, and we all know as soon as we get back, uh, get back to work, we have a deadline. Everybody forgets exactly what we just talked about, right? Which, which is very natural. So this is one of the reasons why I think one of the sort of the most critical function now in a remote environment is, you know, what we call like the chief people officer. Somebody needs to own this and be on top of me as a CTO and CEO and so on, because their their sole owner is is the the fluidity of the business, the, the, the running that leadership operating system, if you will. So, so you have to have a chief people officer, not just running HR administrative. That's, that, that's just one part of it, right? Um, but this is one of the most important things that you as a business, who is your chief, chief people officer, whatever the title is going to be. But the, their sole focus is this. I think this is one of the most important roles, in my opinion, um, um, and you know, in, in now and in, and in the future, because of the advent of all this remote, uh, uh, remote, remote working employees, um, and and that couple, and, and plus, you know, there's the you know culture differences, and um, you have a team in India or Vietnam or, or you know China, whatever the case is. There's all these cultures, so somebody needs to sort of focus on these dynamics and figure out, you know, what can I do to help help. Uh, the organization work better across the board without without creating bunch of stupid rules that every everybody's going to hate. So that's the key, right? Everybody thinks they have a solution, but it's all about it's all about being as flexible as possible with with individual individualized needs, um, and then enhancing their strengths and sort of mitigating their some of their weaknesses individually. Right, because everybody is different. Keep that in mind. Um, oh, last but not least, meet up once a quarter. Right, one, you know, quarter, monthly, yearly. That I'll leave that up to you. But generally, um, you should meet. You know, so I would say minimum, you should be meeting every six months. It's a little too long, but again, I'm not a fan of rules. Right, I'm not a fan of you know saying one statement. Everybody should follow this. Think for yourself. You will know. Depends on the team size, depends on the type of the team, depends on the time zone differences and so on. There's so many dependencies. Figure it out, right? But if if you're me, if you have not met more than six months, that's I don't see any situations where you know, like once a year, once a year is too little, I think. So once in six months minimum, probably once in a quarter, anywhere between once a quarter and once in six months. But if you do the remote thing well and the tools are getting better and you're able to do that, I think. You can meet less. I'm going to say it. 
You can meet less because you're talking every day, right? Every other day, whatever the case is. So if that's very effective and um, and the telepresence is there, that's another whole episode I can do, uh, talk about that. Um, I think, you know, you can adjust based on that, right? Hope that's helpful. Like, subscribe. Till next time. Ciao.